Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everyone. It is a privilege and an honor to be, well, joining you today to talk about politics over that cup of coffee. That's what the show is all about, political coffee. Hopefully, you will be able to sh- change your world by having those meaningful conversations with people in your world that are persuadable. That's what it's all about. Lots to talk about today, including the rally at from 11 a.m. today to 1 p.m. against the, what well, the rally for parents' rights against the Salem-Kaiser School District's unbelievable transgender policies that are going to be rammed down your kid's throat. The rally is today. Bring your rain gear. It's worth it. Monday, April 11th, 8, or excuse me, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Support Services Center on Commercial Street. 2575 Commercial Street. I will read to you uh, some of this, what their, um, what what they're, they're doing. Thank you, Linda, by the way, for the email. Uh, this is, uh, just, it's stunning. The new policies are unbelievable. Just absolutely unbelievable. We'll get to, we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll also talk about how you might be successful as, uh, as a congressional candidate or any candidacy. If you do one thing, one thing that is typically not being done, well, at least to a degree that makes sense. This has to do with a Democrat who is running for the new sixth congressional district seat that has been drawn here in Oregon. An independent expenditure is spending $6 million for this guy that nobody knows. And in those expenditures is the key to winning. And I will tell you what that is as we go along. Also, 46% of Oregon's COVID-19 cases in March were fully vaccinated Residents, almost half, 12,231 COVID-19 cases reported in Oregon between March 5th and April 2nd were fully vaccinated. But then immediately in this story, they have to say, well, the rate of transmission, though, amongst unvaccinated individuals was almost three times greater than the vaccinated ones. Hmm. So let me see, if I get the vaccination, 
there's about a 50% chance, at least according to this data, that I'm going to get COVID anyway. Which, by the way, this latest round of COVID is really no more than the flu. So why would you bother? Hmm? Yeah, I wouldn't either. The Epoch Times, by the way, has some interesting stories. One of them being that Pfizer hired 600 employees due to a, quote, large increase of adverse event reports, unquote, according to a document. Hmm. Oh, and by the way, another, I mean, this is on a different vein. Texas, there's also a story there about clogs the ports of entry as the state of Texas, which accounts for, I think, about 40% of all illegal alien entries into the United States. They're focusing their attention on illegal immigration. The buses started arriving, and the buses apparently are being filled with illegal aliens that the state of Texas is literally sending to Washington, D.C. Now, over the weekend, I got a a tweet from a friend. It was a PJ Media report, and and I don't know who the author was because I didn't read it, but... This author was saying it's a brilliant idea that is unconstitutional. Well, it may be. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. You go do it until it is ruled unconstitutional. And you make your point. So lots of interesting things going on. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. At the bottom of the hour, U.S. Senate Republican congressional candidate or Senate candidate, not congressional candidate, Darren Harbick will join us. We'll talk with him to find out why he's running for the U.S. Senate, what his background is. When I know of Darren, he is uh, he's a man of faith. Uh, he and his wife own several businesses. He is a successful businessman. Uh, he is one of, I think, four Republicans now running for the U.S. Senate. We'll talk with him at the bottom of the hour. The Gateway Pundit has a... a story about defeating the mandates rally in Los Angeles, folks, that happened Sunday. Thousands of people showed up. We, the people, will not comply. Wow, pretty cool. Speaking of COVID, by the way, did you see the story? They also have a story about COVID-19 outbreak hits the Washington, D.C. elites as 72 high-profile personalities test positive after attending the Gridiron Super Spreader Dinner. Now, 
My guess is that probably 90% of these people or better were um, fully vaccinated, folks. That would be my guess. Yet, I had lunch yesterday with Pastor Lou Wu Tan of the River Church. I went to church up there yesterday. Uh, and Lou and I went out uh, for dinner with my Aunt Joyce, who's uh, one of the prayer warriors there. And one of the interesting things that he said to me is that the a group that is the Salem Ministerial Council, I, I think that is the proper name. I, I'm not sure. But anyway, they had sent him a letter asking him not to uh, hold or help sponsor the Reawaken America tour. And he simply chose not to respond, and it, which was the right thing to do. One of their concerns was that it would be a super spreader event. That is unlikely to happen. And I will tell you that probably most of the people that attended were not vaccinated. Just given uh, the whole bent of this thing, um, it is likely that they, very few, if any of these people were vaccinated. I just know a bunch of them. I know that I was certainly there and I was unvaccinated. So all of that is on the table for today, folks. Lots to talk about. It is political coffee. And this is all meant to help give you ammunition that you can use to have persuasive conversations with persuadable people. Can you believe what government is telling you about COVID if half of Oregon's COVID cases reported last month were fully vaccinated people, number one? Number two, how come the super spreader events are turning out to be not with the unvaccinated, but with the vaccinated. Could it be that vaccination lowers your immune system and you get sick anyway? These are all points of interest and comments that you can make in conversations with people. Now, independent expenditures. In Oregon, the candidate for Oregon's new 6th Congressional District is a Democrat, Carrick Flynn. Nobody knows who this guy is. He grew up in Vernonia, graduated from the University of Oregon and Yale Law School. So he's an elitist. And he embarked on a career in artificial intelligence and disaster relief. The latter part probably got him the attention of Sam Bankman-Fried, the cryptocurrency investor behind this pack, this independent expenditure pack called Protect Our Future Pack. Folks, they've spent $5.9 million. Now, there's lots of others that are running in this district, including some 
establishment Democrats who owe their political soul to the unions, the teachers unions and, and the other workers unions. Teresa Alonso Leon from Woodburn and Andrea Salinas out of Lake Oswego. Cody Reynolds is another cryptocurrency investor who's putting two and a half million dollars of his own money into the race. And then there's a Salem physician, Kathleen Harder, who chaired the Oregon Medical Board. And then there's finally Intel engineer, Matt West. Now, Salinas has raised less than 600,000 so far. That's still a respectable sum. She's gotten a lot of union endorsements and so forth. There's a barrage of television, social media, and media ads. But Flynn has been spending a lot of that money on TV, social media, and mail. But he's doing something that everybody else should take note of. And here's what it is. He's paying for, or rather, not Flynn, the independent expenditures paying for an army of canvassers. Almost a million dollars for people knocking on doors. Now, I'll talk a little bit more about that as we get back from the break here, but I'm telling you, that is the key. But there's one thing that's got to happen. And I'll tell you what that is when we get back to make that Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. At the bottom of the hour, Republican U.S. Senate candidate Darren Harbick joins us. So you want to be sure that you stick around to hear what he has to say about why he's running for office and now he thinks a Republican can actually win against Ron White. And got an email, by the way. If you want to send me an email, I'll do my best to read it on the air. It is jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Rick writes an email about the vaccinated at the Reawaken America Tour event. We were at the event when the question was asked, how many here have not been vaccinated? Majority of the hands went up as well as cheers. Good for them. Also, good for you if you call Freedom Heating and Air. Because you know what? It got cold out again. In fact, we may get a little snow here, maybe possibly in the valley floor. We got a lot of cold weather that's going to be with us for this whole week, folks. If you're not comfortable at home or in your business, man, it's time to fix that. So why don't you call Freedom Heating and Air? They'll get out there right away. It's what they do best, emergency services. If your heating and cooling system would just flat quit on you over the weekend, you need to call them right away. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Or frankly, look at their website, freedomheatingandair.net. You can contact them there and you can read some great things about their services and their blog, which is Good, helpful information. Freedomheatingandair.net. 
There's a reason, friends. They've been around the Mid-Valley area for almost 50 years. Freedom Heating and Air, 503-580-1456. You know, the key to what I just shared with you about this Carrick Flynn guy, who's a Democrat running for the new 6th Congressional District, and this rich cryptocurrency investor, this young guy, he's like 30-something. He's made, he's become a billionaire. And he's a woke leftist. He's put money into this so-called independent expenditure. And I will tell you, first of all, most independent expenditures are not. But they hide it really well. And they get away with it. But let me just share this with you. The fact that they're spending almost a million dollars, this independent expenditure, on knocking on doors is profoundly important because it is a personal face-to-face connection. And if you, and I have done this, I've trained college kids and I don't know who they're hiring, but if you train people how to talk to people at the door, you can be very effective, more effective at making the persuasive argument in favor of your candidate than with a TV ad, a radio ad, a digital ad, mail pieces, a lot of which people just tune out. But they don't tune out someone knocking at their door because they can't. And most of the time, most people, if it's done correctly, will receive it well. Now, the only thing that makes knocking at the door even more powerful is when the candidate does it themselves. This is critical, especially if you don't have a lot of money. It's absolutely critical. In fact, I'm going to tell you that if you can knock on doors, you can beat someone who's running against you who isn't knocking on doors and is outspending you by a lot, you can beat them. Why? Because you made the personal connection face-to-face. Now, that means you got to go work hard. But that's how you do it, folks. Let that be a lesson for all of you considering running for any office out there, like if you want to replace the Kaiser School Board members, Salem-Kaiser School Board members, which ought to be replaced in my view, for what they're shoving with these new transgender policies down parents' and kids' throats. A rally today at the Support Services Center, 2575 Commercial Street, today from 11 to 1. Why don't you show up there? Let's go to the phones. We'll go to Rebecca. Rebecca, good morning. Good morning. I'm just getting my voice back. I didn't have any voice yesterday, but today I want to stay. We need to develop new language. It's not called a super spreader event. It's called government delivered aid. It's called the government has destroyed our immune systems with a killer shot. We need new definitions and language to spread the word. Well, I, 
I don't disagree uh, with that because branding is everything these days. Uh, and, you know, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it is better to rebrand it for what it is because it is true. The known elements that make up at least one or two of these shots, depending on the manufacturer, is not just aborted fe fetuses, but it is the actual AIDS virus. Yes. Along with other what, viruses. That's what I learned at today. the Reawakening America event. Yes. That's what the lady and said. Dr. Judy Mikovits. That's right. That. That's right. That's exactly right. Rebecca, I sure hope your voice gets better. Thank you for calling, and I appreciate that. <laughs> what amounts to a, a good thought, because that is, I mean, why would you want to be infected with the AIDS virus? What if this really does suppress your immune system? Worthy of thinking about. Back in a moment with Republican U.S. Senate candidate Darren Harbick when we come back. It is 6.30 in the morning. Don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. It's great to have you with us on Political Coffee, the show where we talk about the political issues of the day and how you can use them to change your world by having meaningful and persuasive conversations with the persuadable. Not the crazy left, or even in some cases, the crazy right. Although I think there's far less on the right than there is on the left. Anyway, uh, great to have you with us. We will get back to the phones in a momento, but I am... Uh, pleased to bring you an interview with Darren Harbick, who joins us right now. He's a businessman from the Eugene area. He's a man of faith. Uh, he's decided to throw his hat in the ring for the U.S. Senate, for the Republican nomination to run against Ron Wyden. Darren, good morning to you. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you. Great to have you with us. So the question I always ask everyone, and I'll ask you, why are you running for office? Well, in April of 2020, as a small business owner, when I was told by the government I had to lay off my employees, I couldn't serve the public like I've done for over 30 years, um, to say I was frustrated would be an understatement. Um, when, when schools closed, churches, family businesses all over Oregon were closed by the government mandates, I just could not sit back anymore and watch that happen. So I had to step up to the plate and say, Instead of complaining, I am going to make a difference for Oregonians and for our nation. Okay. So it's, um, it's a bit of a hard road uh, just because of the power of incumbency that Ron Wyden has, his name identification, and, and all of that. Setting that aside, how do you think, if you win the Republican nomination, 
How do you think you can beat Ron Wyden? Well, um, I have already built a successful team. I have uh, the support of not just only my family, but I've been all over Oregon and seen the distaste of what is happening on our federal side, our state side. There are people all over Oregon as frustrated as I am that have never been as frustrated with the politics that are happening um, that we see in D.C. Uh, This is a time in Oregon that we have the opportunity that we may have never seen before. And with that charge and the unfavorability of Wyden and Biden, um, I think we're seeing something we've never seen. And again, how can you sit by and watch our southern border um, and, and what's happening in Portland and what's happening all over this great state by the federal government with the rules and regulations, having our, having our force burned to the ground and out of control fires, that's a direct result of the failed policies that come out of Ron Wyden's desk. So, you know, I mean, he's, he's championed so many things that I think have hurt Oregon, let alone showing up like our vice president does for a photo op every once in a while at the Southern border. One time she did, uh, Wyden does the same thing like he's doing right now. He's traveling a little bit over Oregon, but he doesn't live here. And people in Oregon need to understand those are photo ops, not a place where he lives and breathes. Well, you're right about that. I think it's been well documented that he spends very little time in Oregon, even though he, quote unquote, owns a home here. He spends most of his time in New York City when he's off uh, with his wife. Um, at any rate, uh, you put up on uh, folks where uh, if you want to learn more about Darren, by the way, you want to go to Harbick for U.S. Senate dot com. And that's H.A.R. B-I-C-K. That's how you spell his last name. H-A-R-B-I-C-K for ussenate.com. You did a video. It's on the Oregon Catalyst. Um, you went down to the border wall. Tell us about that. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe what I was going to, what I, what I read or hear anymore. So I had to see it firsthand because that's one of the most important jobs as a U.S. Senator is making us, making sure our borders, our land is safe and secure. So I went down there for three days. I went to Sassabee, Arizona, and spent, um, you know, time up and down the wall. And it was, and this is the new Trump wall. And in that new Trump wall, there was over, in that 30-mile stretch I was in, there was 150 gaps at least. Every half mile to a mile, there's a gap of anywhere from 4 feet to 12 feet wide that just allows the uh, human trafficking and the fentanyl and the drugs and the cartels just to come through at will with 50% less border patrol than they need. Um, and then when they when you put 20 illegals through the wall, it takes all the border agents to um, process them so that then the fentanyl and, and the human trafficking comes right through. So, you know, there's no wall. There's no wall when you have holes and gaps in the wall. Um, you know, the technology was there. We saw it out in the in the desert, you know, the, the sound. Um, we saw the cameras. But when you don't have when you don't have support and you don't have funding for it, um, they're coming through in droves and it, it, it's just unprecedented. So saw firsthand, you know, we, we saw the you know, when the, the guys across the wall, we saw five armed uh, drug cartels um, on the other side of the wall, walking alongside the wall, looking for the first gap in the wall with two drug runners right behind them. So it's a mess. 
Yeah, it is. I've seen it personally myself. Um, so one of my listeners, uh, Bill, wants to know what is your, he sent me an email. So he wants to know what's your opinion about how the 2020 election turned out? Well, I, I, I was sure frustrated when I went to bed at 11 o'clock at night uh, and, and Trump was uh, in the lead. And then we wake up at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning and uh, or the, the next morning and find out he's losing. And we've seen that happening a lot. Um, and, it, and it's very frustrating. We need to be able to rely on our um, on our votes. And, and we need to, you know, I, I really want to see the legislature in Oregon um, make some rules to strengthen ours. Instead, this last legislature session, they allowed it, uh, votes to be counted eight days, seven, eight days after the election. So we're not getting better. But I tell you what, with the frustration going on, with the people uh, every day in all these counties going out for election integrity and going door to door with homes um, and, and how upset people are, I need people to understand that we have got to get out and vote like we've never done before. And not only vote, we need to actually get on the horn, call people, let people know that, hey, you haven't voted yet. This is the time to do it. Um, so I'm excited about this election cycle because this is the election cycle when we overtake the House and the Senate in Oregon. We can start working on those bills in Oregon and, and those rules in Oregon that we can actually count on it. We can get an audit. We can make sure that what's happening here in Oregon is safe. I don't know what happened in Pennsylvania, Arizona. Um, you know, I've seen the reports on those things. But for Oregon, we've got to make sure we get out and get this changed for our, our state. Yeah, I think an audit is very much in order is there are lots. As you've noted, there are groups of people. In fact, we have them here in Marion County a specific group that is out knocking on doors and they're finding some incredibly disturbing things. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it needs to be audited. Folks, we're talking with Darren Harbick. He is Republican running for the nomination to face Ron Wyden in November. You can go to his website, Harbick for where he discuss federal forests, his viewpoint on immigration, the pandemic, Federal spending, balanced budget, and the Second Amendment. Where are you on the Second Amendment? Well, I am a firm believer in the First and the Second Amendment. We have to have both to have a safe country. So I am, I'm, I've been at uh, gun shows all over Oregon. We were in Eugene this last weekend, been in Albany, Salem, Portland. Um, so I am a huge proponent, 100% behind the Second Amendment and the First. And all the amendments, please. <laughs> Uh, indeed, indeed. All right. So um, you are a successful business guy. And and how are you going? I, I know you're working hard out there because I've seen you all over the place. And, and that's what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. um, how do you what do you think of the issues that are going that you can communicate to Republican voters so that you can win the Republican nomination? Yeah, um, well, I, I'm not going to make suggestions from policies for over 3,000 miles away like, like uh, Ron Wyden does. I was born here. I live here. I've wrote paychecks. I understand how people in Oregon think. Um, I, 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 for the life of me, I just cannot figure out why people are making these decisions that they're making that are ruining Oregon. Um, I, I, I've, we, businesses are the, are the backbone of America. 
backbone of Oregon. And we have got to support those businesses. We have got to get boots on the ground. And we just have to really get together as Oregonians and fight. What happens in Klamath is different than what happens in Portland. You know, the federal right. government needs to get out of the way. They need to get out of the way and let Oregonians do, and the state in that way also. Um, you know, the, the things that are happening in Portland are not what's happening in Baker City. Uh, so we need a, a lot more county involvement and to let the counties do what they need to do and let less, less um, overreach of the federal government in our in our nation. Amen. Got an email from a state employee who shall never be named. Says this. The issue is that Wyden is Joe Biden. The key message needed, as person writes, is to tie Wyden oh. to Biden. Wyden has fully mm-hmm. supported the Biden administration and their disastrous policies. Wyden is Biden. He must be tied to the destructive Democrat policies. He, meaning you, Darren, is not running against Wyden. He is running against and to defeat the devastating Democrat policies that are destroying our country and our reputation and influence on the world stage. That's pretty profound, isn't it? You got 20 seconds. Go. Well, again, we, we agree with all of that. We, we have been doing that in all of our things because, I mean, the gas price, the economy that's going right now, it's tanking. Um, those are all a direct reflect of what what's happening in this nation today. Um, I I will I will I will serve our people here in Oregon, and I will fight for the good things. Um, I was endorsed solely by the Oregon Right to Life, Oregon Taxpayers Association, which are third parties. So I I have understanding of what it takes as a business owner to win this. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Kim writes an email about how to detox the vaccine out of us. A doctor at the rally told me we can take L- cysteine which i found on amazon to detox the vaccine out of our bodies which i am taking the frontline doctors said not to take any more vaccines they also showed many of the increased side effects including cancer heart problems and even mental health issues related to the vaccines yeah lee writes an email by the way you want to send me an email it's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news if you want to call, you can call 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Lee writes this, church the mask. Let's face it. He writes, God is not in a lot of churches as the pastors preach a weak or a false doctrine. Separation of church and state, sure. The state cannot make Oregon or an area of Oregon a particular religion. That's what the statement means, Period. Many churches are too scared to stand up for the beliefs they profess and have let the state make decisions for them, like the mask. Those afraid of a super spreader event have yet to embrace the science of the designer, God himself. Can we trust the reports that the government posts? Nope. When could we? Not with their agenda to control all that still believe in the freedom of the people. Yeah, well said. Um, 
Gail writes me an email, says, read Christensen interview. She said, hi, Jeff. As I watch all the back and forth, good and bad with the leading gubernatorial candidates, for some reason, I feel compelled to reach out to read Christensen via his website. One question I asked him was that if he had interviewed with Oregon Right to Life, he called for an interview. A young man called back to cancel his interview. Read is pro-life. Interesting. Reed returned to my call yesterday. I've agreed to help Reed where I can. Would you and when be willing to have Reed on political coffee? Sure. He may not win, but he's trying to bring issues to the front that others are not addressing. He speaks to my heart regarding the Constitution and election integrity. Sure. I'm happy to have any of the candidates for governor on the air anytime. By the way, want to remind you, if you're looking for an award-winning real estate broker, you should talk to Rebecca Donaldson. She's, um, when I mean award-winning, she won the gold-winning, gold-medal-winning real estate broker, the best of the Willamette Valley. That tells you something about, well, how good she is and what she does. That benefits you. Give her a call, 503 269 0747 or check out her website at rebeccasgothouses.com rebeccasgothouses.com Stan Pulliam, by the way, uh, running for governor, Republican, has an interesting video. It's up on the Oregon Catalyst. You can go to oregoncatalyst.com um, It's a video that shows the fake facade of Portland's homeless cleanups. What he does, he stands there um, near the Portland basketball arena where, of course, they held part of March Madness. And it was amazing how there weren't any homeless there. And then he shows what it is when there isn't March Madness there, and it's completely different. The homeless are everywhere. They just cleaned it up with a TV cameras. How sad. By the way, uh, and I'll get to the phones in just a second here. One of the things that I also want to remind you is talk to Pfeiffer Roofing. It's going to rain for several days, folks. And if you've got a leaking roof, nothing makes your life more miserable than a leaking roof. They can get up on your roof. They can try to repair your roof. They can replace your roof. They can clean it. They do gutter systems. They've got this great product, Roof Max. All of this is what a second-generation family-owned company has been in business here since 1978 in the Salem area. This is what they can do for you to make your life better. Call them. They'll come out, assess your issue, and give you a free estimate about how they can fix it. 647-4725. That's 503-647-4725. Or go to their website, pfeifferroofing.com. It's P-F-E-I-F-E-R roofing.com. We'll start uh, with uh, Rich, and then we'll move to Tim. Rich, good morning. Morning. I wonder how many of the D.C. elites are using ivermectin and monoclonal and fluvoxamine. You know, uh, it would be interesting really to to know if the elites are have enough questions about these vaccines that they're doing that also quietly behind the scenes i'm sure they are because they know that the shot doesn't work 
sadly, I think you're probably so. I mean, look at look at the numbers that were released here in Oregon. Almost half of the people who got COVID in this last month were fully vaccinated. Why would anybody bother? Well, it cuts down your immune system, so you're more susceptible to the pandemic. Well, I worry that it does. And when you listen to people like Judy Mikovits, who had an extensive research scientist, doctor in this field, if you heard her talk at the Reawaken America tour, how could you reach any other conclusion than it? these vaccines literally destroy your immune system? Yep. Rich, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, let's move to Tim. Tim, good morning. How are you? It's on your mind. Uh when uh, it's the individual versus issues, issues impact candidates at all levels. It helps not just one election. Don't mention the other candidate. Why it takes to focus off the issue. For example, Wyden, I don't know what he does. And it's not about you. Tie the issue to you and then throw in your background. Why? Because the one thing I would tell you if I ran into people and tried to talk to them about a political issue, one word comes up. So? (laughs) Oh, good point. Good point. You have to use the issue in a way that really drives home the point. And the point is quit voting for people who are doing bad things to you in your life, in your world, in your values and what you believe in. Great point, Tim. Thank you for making that. How can you argue with that? If somebody says after you've talked to them, so you haven't made your point. You haven't effectively communicated to their brain or more importantly to their heart because that's how people vote these days. It's the issues. Friends, thanks for joining us. By the way, I want to remind you, Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations is a contractor you can literally trust, folks, especially if you have a contractor come into your house to remodel like your bathroom or your kitchen, because, boy, those can be a mess. Check out his great website, RighteousRenovations.com. Check it out for yourself. Don't take my word for it. RighteousRenovations.com. I'm back tomorrow, friends. I hope you are, too. Keep praying for this great country and this state. Then be determined to stand up and act. Join the rally today at the Support Services Center of the Kaiser School District, 11 a.m.